I think your day is going well and you're looking forward to 11 o'clock and the blown bombshell coming down the corridor and arriving into the studio and then you're told by the producer that it's too wet for her to go out in case she gets her hair wet which is on the end of the line (laughs) Would the the Range Rover not come out of the drive this morning? You know, why are you a million miles away on a telephone? Well, I will tell you the honest truth the truth, Frank I have an appointment with the accountant after this, so I have to be here today. So that's, that's the absolute truth. <laughs> All right, that'll cost you. <laughs> there is no doubt about it. Now, I know you're going to be talking to us about fears this morning, and there was a young woman, and she's been in touch with and she says, I was wondering if Deirdre could help me. I passed my driving test in March. I drive every day, but for some reason, the motorway fills me with absolute dread. I seem to go out of my way to avoid it. I've only ever joined it at Kennedy Way and I came back off again at Black's Road. That's a very short space, uh, a distance, very short distance on the motorway. Any tips on how to overcome this? This is a, a young woman with a young child who has indeed six or seven months driving experience on the R plates, afraid of the motorway. How does she get over that? Well, the interesting thing is, the good news about it is that it's not the motorway. You know, fear is a reaction to something that's happening around you, but the feeling of fear arises within you. In other words, you are the source of your fear, not your circumstances. You know, if it was the motorway that was dangerous, then, you know, if it was a fearful place, everybody would be afraid. So the good news is it's what she's doing in her mind, and that's where her, her resource is, and that's what she can change. So there are a number of things that she can do. Um, One of them is that actually play past the fear, okay? So imagine that she is on the motorway in her mind. This is, you know, sitting in the car, sitting at home in the house, that you actually imagine and pretend that you are on the motorway and feel the fear and let yourself experience the fear in a safe place. Okay, and then what I use there is I would use a pattern interruption system where I would actually tap. You remember I've shown you that before, Frank, um, how to actually uh, tap. What you do is you actually, um, you can do it with your hand, actually. Um, You can take your your finger, your thumb and your um, index finger, your thumb and your middle finger, your thumb and your uh, ring finger and your thumb and your pinky. And you... Touch each one sequentially. Just keep touching each one sequentially while saying, I let this go. I, you know, so I let it go. I release and let it go. It's okay to let it go. It's okay to let it go. So what she is doing in her mind is bringing her mind to the place of fear, which she has created. And then she's causing a pattern interruption. And if she keeps doing that, then she actually breaks the neural pathway in her brain that's causing her to be afraid. And then the the next part of that is then to imagine actually completing it. Imagine that you've already succeeded, that you've already come to the end of the motorway. You've been on the motorway and you train your mind to to create that success in your mind. If you visualize your success over and over and hold the image of that in your mind, it will direct your focus to what you want rather than what you don't want to the achievement of being on the motorway rather than the fear 
of being on the motorway. The motorway is not dangerous. It's what she's doing in her mind. Now, that's a general uh, overview. Uh, she may have previous references in her mind. She may have been on the motorway one time and someone frightened her on the motorway, so that's why she's afraid of it. You know, I'd need to talk to her personally to find out what specifically, how she is specifically producing the result of fear that she's currently producing. Does that make sense? It all makes sense, and it's all related to what you're talking about today. So what are your main bullet points? So um, we all, are you, what, do you have any fears, Frank? What Fe- frightens you? Oh gosh, what does frighten me? Very little, to be honest. Uh, but- from the from the bank, ma'am. <laughs> yes, anyone going next or near my back pocket. But but I, I I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying to visualise um, what would cause me fear. I probably under no circumstances whatsoever would jump from a very high building on a bungee rope or whatever out of a cage or whatever you do. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't do that. I could stand and look down, no problem. I'm not afraid of heights, but I wouldn't trust the rope. So um when people bungee I just I, I couldn't do it. The other thing, probably the one thing on a daily basis that would bring me fear if I allowed it to happen would be speed. I do not like speed in a car. I do not like travelling with someone who, who who drives, you know, who who drives in a way where you think they're not concentrating. You know, they just whiz on along the roads like as if there's no one else there and then they stand on the brakes. Then they whiz on again, they stand on the brakes, whiz on again. And they're probably the best of drivers. It's just I have no confidence in them. So I have an immense fear of people who drive at speed. That would be probably a fear. You wouldn't need to be in the car with me then, Frank. I've never um, had the I've never I, had the, I, never had the pleasure. But are you are you are you a fast driver? Yes, I like to drive fast. Oh, yes, never, I mean, ne- I, never get in with you. I've got a couple of friends who I've been in with occasionally, and you know, they're, they're just I, I do lecture them a wee bit, and they, they tell me things like get a taxi or you know, you know, wise up or. Well, what's your fear? What are you actually frightened of? Do you know? I, it's very simple, and I, it relates to how you've just been describing this. Yeah. I remember walking up from Warren Point when I was about. 20 years of age and I was doing a bit of sort of DJing and trying to you know, Uh doing parties and stuff and I remember a fella who I met at uh, one of the nightclubs was coming up the road behind me this was in the middle of the day and he stopped, he was a lovely fella, and he, you know, he stopped, he said, that was a great disco or whatever. And he says, can I give you a lift? I says, sure. And I got in beside him and he had a two-seater sports car now, for all intents and purposes, he was exactly the sort of bloke that I thought he would be. Just a really nice fella. And I'm darn sure he is a really nice fella. But just coming out of Warren Point at St. Mark's School, there is a 30 mile an hour zone and it just ends after the school. And for the first little bit of the drive, he seemed to be driving, you know, sensibly. But as he came out of the 30, it looked like as if to him that it was the start of a Grand Prix. And he hit the accelerator going up the Dromore Road out of Warren Point. Now, he went up past, like, where, you know, the big, what we would call Murdoch's petrol station, is now on the graveyard. He went up past it, and I noticed the gauge on the car went 70, 80, 90. By the time I was at Fred McMahon's, by the time I was at where Warren Point Town play the football, going past Warren Point Town Football Club, he was doing 100 miles an hour 
going towards a crossroads. And I was absolutely petrified. He then, at the crossroads, which happened in the blink of an eye, he pulled the handbrake up and turned right and managed to avoid the wall and then hit 100 miles an hour again going up Milltown Street, which is a pretty pretty populated area and a 30 mile an hour the whole way. We get to the top of it near Borden Chapel. There's a corner which is like one of the most incredibly difficult corners to negotiate and he goes round it sideways and then he stands on the brakes and he says, right, where are you going? And I, I just opened the door, <laughs> got out of the car, staggered to the church steps, gave him the fingers... I remember that was the last thing I did was I gave him both fingers and I went into the chapel. And I remember sitting in the seat, honestly, at the back of the church in an afternoon thinking, I've not gone out in case that guy's still there. You know, I think he lost the run of himself. And and that that's, that scared me so much that I believe that's the reason I don't like speed. Yeah. So that... that that is, forgive me for laughing, but the visual humour of that is hilarious. Um, that uh, uh, That's a very legitimate fear. And by the very way that you have been able to describe it, you know, second by second, shows that it was indelibly imprinted on your mind. And uh, what we can, what I would do with that is we would take that out. You know, we would literally go back and release that because um, very understandably you've been frightened. And, you know, there. this is how I work with people. We go and find what is the source of the fear. And the truth about it is it's not happening now. Um, you know, that's, you know, nearly 50 years ago. And uh, so... So, um, <laughs> that's a dirty, that's a dirty dick. <laughs> Hold on, that just proves I listen to your every word. That is a terribly dirty thing to say. This was thirty-six years ago, but go ahead. And uh, so, so that is still there, and that's still alive inside. And what we do is we we really do take the heat out of that because you know memories are recorded information from a distorted point of view. You were only 20 back then and, uh, you, you know, you hold on to these things and then you start to build a whole, you build a whole life around them. So every time, you may not consciously think about it, every time you get into a car with someone, that, that is there. So what we do is we change that and when we change that, then you can enjoy being in a car. When I say I drive fast, I I don't mean, I don't mean that. I don't mean that I drive like that, but I I do mean, you know, that I do like, you know, to drive at 60 or 70. I'm not afraid of that. I enjoy that. And, uh, but if, it, this is the thing, if, if the fear that you have is debilitating you, you know people who get to the point where they can't go outside because of what they're doing in their mind. Um, this is The good news is that, uh, you know, that you can change this, that it doesn't need to be that way, that you, you can actually, you know, the first step to conquering your fear is to become aware of them. You know, what situations or thoughts trigger your fear? Are there specific patterns or recurring themes, you know? And, you know, journaling can help that. If you get a bit of paper and start to write down exactly what you're exactly afraid of. And, you know, what were you afraid of that day? You actually probably thought you were going to die or something. Correct. You know, and that's a very legitimate fear. 
So that is still held in the system and and what we need to do is release that and then you will be able to be, you know, you'll be better company in a car. Yes, because in fairness, I am terrible company in a car. I, I give off to the driver all, all the time. And, you know, people who... I, I, I'm rarely with other people in the car because 99 times out of 100, I'm driving my own car or riding my bicycle. But whenever people do give me a lift, I, I find it very hard not to point out hazards to them. Yeah, yeah, I have a friend who is exactly like that. He does the same thing. And uh, it, I know what it's coming from. You know, it's coming from his fear of... He's actually been quite traumatised in life. So he's afraid of everything. So he looks at life through the lens of his previous fearful experiences. So, you know, my message is one of hope. Uh, you know, good news. That can change. You can quite easily... And, you know, we were talking about this the other day about the girl with the fear of flying. And you challenged me, could I do it in an hour? Could I change someone's fear of flying within an hour? And you absolutely can. When you know how to rearrange the thinking system so that you're relaxed. Because if you think about all the enjoyment that you are missing with your friends because you're too anxious in the car, you know, and you may be even unconsciously avoiding getting into cars with people because you have that fear and it doesn't need to be that way just just on the just on the fear of flying because Geraldine has just left us a, a message there there's a terrible issue with the fear of flying just remind us again specifically for Geraldine who will not get on a flight well well the truth about it is it's what Geraldine is doing in her mind so it's not the flight, good news. It's not the plane. It's not the airport. It's not whatever way she's doing it in her mind. It's her mind. So when you are the source of your fear, we can change it. So that's where the problem is. You are the problem, but you are also the solution. So we can solve that. So if Geraldine wants to get in touch, come do some work. You know, I can help her. It's, it's that easy. It really, really is. We have to find out how are you producing? Just you're a perfect example there, Frank. You know, you're presenting issue could be I don't like driving or I don't like getting into cars or, you know, I keep falling out with my wife on, in the car and I don't know why. So that would be the presenting issue. But what we do, what I do is I go to the source. What is causing that? How are you producing that result? that you are currently producing that you don't want. And when we go back there and we change those things, you know, overcoming fear often involves taking action despite feeling afraid, okay? So the first action you could take would be to come and see someone like me, you know, or you could, in your mind, as I said, that girl, the driving, the, the girl with the fear of going onto the motorway, start small. In your mind, start to expose yourself to the motorway in your mind, okay, using the releasing system, and then you will gradually get easier with it in your mind, and then you go to the next step and the next step. And the, you don't, you see, the thing that stops people... Yeah, but just, just on that, just on that, will, will that work for Geraldine? Can she sit at home and think about being on an aeroplane? And think about why she's afraid on an aeroplane when the aeroplane is safer, actually, statistically, than being in a car. Can she? Can yeah. she? Can she sit at home and put her mind through a whole yes. series of thoughts? Yes, it is not the plane; it is her mind. 
Okay, now I said to you last week, I actually have a video on my YouTube channel that she can go to and she can watch and, and I take you through the steps on the video and you can sit in the comfort of your own home, be scared, but you're safe. You know, you're going to feel the fear because you actually have the fear. So you're going to sit in your chair and look at this video and then you use the releasing system that I'm talking about and you will gradually, gradually, you keep doing it until you feel more and more at ease in your mind and then you will be able to go and fly. You know, I have had people who have done that. I said that last week when I have people who have used it and then this one girl from Dublin who contacts me every time she flies and says, I've never met her. We've never spoken. We messaged each other and she contacted me and she said she had a fear and I said, go to my video. She used the video. She now flies and every time she flies, she goes on holiday. She sends me a photograph of herself her husband and her wee baby, and she says, thank you very much, dearie. Without you, I wouldn't have been able to do this. Just remind us where Geraldine or anyone else can see the video. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Wisdom of Ireland all one word. Wisdom of Ireland YouTube channel, Wisdom of Ireland uh, get on to that Geraldine and you might be sorted, do let us know if it is of any help uh, to you uh, so final final round up final points from you at 11.33 Ms Maguire, what do you have to say? Courage is not the absence of fear rather it is the decision that something else is more important than fear you are more important than fear you are amazing you are, I'm not talking about you Frank I'm talking about people out there (laughs) (laughs) very funny no sorry go ahead you are amazing you are incredible you are, you know you deserve to have a good life so why not drop these fears and live a fully expanded life if only it was that easy. But maybe it is that easy when people liaise with the likes of Dirty Maguire from DirtyMaguire.com. Uh, Deirdre, you've cured many's uh, an aching mind in the past, and I'm sure you will in the future. But I insist on you being here face to face across the desk Monday morning next week. That's a promise. I'll be there, Frank. Lovely job. There you are. She's off to see the accountant. Oh, she'll not have a penny left. Uh, Deirdre Maguire from DeirdreMaguire.com at 11.35. <laughs>